Welcome to the Beltway Broadcast, the premier podcast for the workplace learning and talent development professionals of the Association for Talent Development's Metro DC chapter. We've got some great resources in store for you today. Hello, fellow ATDers. I'm Christina Eanes, the 2021 Director of Virtual Programs for the Metro DC chapter of ATD. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie Hupka, and I'm the Vice President of Finance. We also have Helena Hodges, Director of Technology and Operations, as our producer. For this episode, we're interviewing Eric Twiggs. Welcome, Eric. Hey, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on your show. Oh, we're excited. All of us are about this topic because we've, I mean, I, I've had some issues with it lately. <laughs> but before we jump into it, can you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? Yes. So I am your procrastination prevention partner. I'm the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast. And I help entrepreneurs and executive leaders to ditch their excuses to beat procrastination so they can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. Ooh, I'm already motivated. (laughs) I love everything about that. I know. So let's just go ahead and and jump in. So first of all, why do we procrastinate? Well, it it breaks down, it boils down to a lack of awareness. Uh, the, The studies show that 95% 95% of the population has some type of an issue with procrastination. Uh, but but it, it boils down to a word. I've yet to meet someone who procrastinates about everything all the time, right? So some people, yeah. they are on it when they're at home and it's, and it's getting the kids in and out and they're on it. But, but then if, if they're at the job, they wait around to the last minute to do things. So, so the key, the starting point is really heightening your awareness, you know, watching your trigger patterns. So like the con- the common reasons that people procrastinate, number one, that you just don't like the task. <laughs> it, it's not that deep. It's not that complicated. You just don't like doing it. So you will do it. it you, you will organize the paper cups on your desk. You will move books around. You, you're just stalling because you just don't like doing the task. Um, so that, that's, a, that's a common one. But I'll tell you what's most common. Uh, when I, and the people I'm working with, especially like the entrepreneurs, there's that voice that's in your head when you're trying to do something that's going to move you forward. Like it could be writing a book, it could be starting a podcast, it could be you know bringing on a key person for the business, and you start hearing that voice in your head that says, "Oh, I don't know, I don't. Can you really do that?" It, it, that's a common reason that people procrastinate. It's it's a fear based reaction. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I I often have uh, those kind of voices in my head too. <laughs> Ladies, absolutely, you? <laughs> often very loud and unexpected. To be honest, just when you're getting into something, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? You, you have to recognize that that voice is designed to protect you. Like we we all have it. Yeah, but you don't have to listen to it. You have, to, you have to recognize that it's there. Um, and and that, that's a lot. Of, it keeps us from moving forward because we, we start listening to it as opposed to what, ha, what has to happen is you have to expect that whenever you're trying to do something worthwhile, that you're going to hear that voice. That's, yeah. That's, that's par for the course. Yeah. Because it's to protect us. Yes. 
I love the way that you frame that in terms of protection, because I find that to be just incredibly relatable. Oftentimes when you're pushing yourself or you're challenging yourself, you also have that almost self-preservation that kicks in where it can be really scary. So maybe your instinct is to not try it or to find a way to keep yourself from engaging in that. I just I find that to be such an interesting way to think about procrastination. Oh, sure. Yeah. So it's uh, and a lot of times you, you start feeling this anxiety, right? Yeah. And, and so and then so you, what you're doing is you're looking for relief. You, you, you're feeling this anxiety. And what happens is you end up surfing social media, you end up checking email, checking text messages. So these, uh, these activities are, are giving you that little temporary relief. They're giving you that instant gratification to help you to deal with the anxiety you're facing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good at cleaning up my place when I, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, when I'm getting, trying to get away from those voices and avoid everything. Yeah. <laughs> So, so how do we then, how do we beat procrastination? Well, well, again, you have to be aware of, so for example, uh, if it's a task that you don't like doing, you, you have to recognize the fact that just because it needs to be done, it doesn't mean that you have to do it. Yeah. I wish, you know, I wish somebody would have told me that years ago. <laughs> it would have made my life that much easier if I really recognized that. So is there a way that that task can be outsourced where, you, where somebody else can do it? You don't really have to touch it. You can, you can stay in your zone of genius. You don't have, you don't have to do that. And now the other, the other thing to think about it, if we're talking about task aversion, if that's what's causing you to procrastinate, uh, is, is it possible that you can team that task up with something that you enjoy? Ooh. Like, like for example, you know, if you enjoy reading inspirational audiobooks. You can listen to the audio book as you're do, doing your your taxes or your expense reports or what have you. Is it listening to uh, music? So so try to team up if you if you can if you can team up the unpleasant task with something that you enjoy. Oh, I like that. So I'm gonna start watching my favorite shows while I'm walking on the treadmill. There you go. That I'll stay on there longer. <laughs> I got to tell you, I tried that a couple of years ago, and it worked like a charm. I picked a show that I really wanted to watch. The rule was I could only watch it when I was on the treadmill. And I was on the treadmill every day because I did not want to miss the chance to get ahead on that show. So I think that's a wonderful tip. I can tell you it works. Oh, sure. Cool. <laughs> so outsourcing, task aversion, we pair it with something. Other, other tips for us? Yeah, so this this one tip has helped many people that, that have told me that they were chronic procrastinators. And that is getting in the habit of making appointments with yourself. Hmm. Right. So 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 here's how it works. So instead of saying, let's say you, you have a business and you say, you know what, I'm going to I, I'm going to update my website this week. That's right. I, I'm gonna this is the week I'm I'm gonna make <laughs> my website, I'm gonna do it. And before you know it, it's Friday at five o'clock. You haven't done anything. Are you in my head? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying the story of my life. That's, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's happened to me before. So what happens <laughs> is instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to do the website update, I'm going to make an appointment with myself. So I'm going to say on Tuesday at one o'clock, that, that's my website time. 
and I'm going to put it on my calendar. I'm going to set a reminder. I'm even going to change the color to red so it really stands out to me <laughs> and, and make that appointment. And what I found is that when you make an appointment with yourself like that, you are 80% more likely to get it done than if you don't. Yeah. So a lot of the reasons why, right, uh, is that voice in our head. Yes. Any suggestions for, for quieting that, additional suggestions for quieting that? Well, yeah. So for starters, again, just recognize that that is just part of the deal. Yeah. Right? That, that when anytime you're going after something that's big, uh, something that's a game changer, something that's going to take you to that next level, uh, you can expect that that voice in your head is going to come up. But, but here's what I would recommend. I, I'm just a big fan of making your goal public. Mm. Right. Just like, for example, I ran a marathon uh, several years ago and I purposely told people, like I told everybody, hey, I'm running a marathon. And, and I purposely told people that I knew would, would be always checking in with me because that put the public pressure on me. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, these people are saying they're going to actually come to the marathon event. <laughs> I probably, well, you better show up too. Expect you. Probably, it, it'll look bad if I'm not there, right? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm going to be running this thing. So, so that's one of the things that helped me to, you know, those mornings when it's when it's raining and it's cold and I'm supposed to be training. That that got me out there because I knew I've told all these people I've, I've put myself out there on the line. So that that's something that can really help you to overcome those voices in your head. The other thing is to find an accountability partner. Mm. Find someone who's in the same space that you are that's, that's pursuing something similar, that's like-minded, where you can meet and at, at a designated time and hold each other accountable to the things that you said you were going to do. Yeah. You know, I like that one. Stephanie's actually my accountability partner. We check in every Friday. Yep, yeah. Without fail. <laughs> yeah. This gets me thinking, too. I think you're right that you can't necessarily quiet the voice that's in your head. But I wonder what you think about changing what that voice says. Do you have any tips on maybe it's incorporating positive self-talk or kind of training your voice to give you more encouragement rather than constantly being that almost that voice that reminds you of things like imposter syndrome or tries to hold you back? Yeah, that's a great point, like for public speaking something that uh, I picked this up from one of my mentors because for the longest time, like I would start feeling this anxiety before I had to go out and do a a talk. And I would, you know, I'd start, I'd hear the voice in my head, like, man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. But, but I started changing that to, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And and it's, it's a, it's a different twist on that similar energy. So when you say you're excited, it's a different thing. Because you know, you, you, you're looking forward to it. And, and I've just taken that uncomfortable feeling. You know, how you, you know how you feel the butterflies? You feel that knot in your stomach. You feel like you want to just get in your car and just drive off. <laughs> All too well. So, All too well. I, I've learned to, to really, that, that's a signal for me. Like, like that's a signal that I have to do what I'm about to do. That, that's just confirmation. When, when I have that feeling, I know that there's something great on the other side of that feeling. Yeah, it's growth, really, when you think yeah, about yeah. it, right? It's, that's the, what it, growth feels like. It's nerves, maybe, but really, it's, it's about getting to that next level. I love that. Yeah, that's something I always say is that growth takes place on the other side of your butterflies. <laughs> I Ooh. love that. Oh, that's a great way to think about it. Yes. 
All right. So Eric, I love that idea about, and actually I help, I use that. Uh, it's funny because I use that when I'm teaching uh, uh, presentation courses to, to help people think about their nerves differently. Yes. Yeah. So I love that tip. Thank you. What else can we do when it's like, um, you know, I just, I'm not motivated to do anything. So it, it, you have to be clear on what you want. And, and one of the things I say is that clarity is the starting point of success. Ooh. And you really have to be clear on what you're going for. And because if you're not, everything sounds like a good idea, right? <laughs> yes, it does. And, and you'll end up saying yes to a whole lot of things. And so part of the reason people aren't motivated is because they've said yes to something that they should have said no to. And yes. they, they've said yes to something that doesn't really line up with their purpose, their passion, or their priorities. They were just kind of saying yes out of obligation. And so what, what I recommend is you, you have to do what's called zero-based thinking, right? So let, let's say you're, you're involved in an organization or you're the vice president, president, chairman, vice chair, co-chair. Yeah, look, take a look at it and, and just say, knowing what you know today, based, knowing what you now know, would you have said yes to this opportunity? And if, they, and if the answer is absolutely not, okay, <laughs> well, what do I need to do to change my situation? Oh, I love that. That's a great way to frame that. I mean, I, I feel like that's something I could put into practice immediately <laughs> as I start thinking about some of the commitments that I've made, some of the commitments I know are going to be asked of me moving forward. I love the thought that bringing a little bit of clarity into some of that can be a really helpful way to help you figure out if you're spending your time well and maybe catch procrastination before it becomes a real problem for you. Absolutely. So a couple of things there. Number one, it has to be judgment-free, right? You, I, oh, yeah. So many people beat themselves up. Oh, my gosh, I shouldn't have, signed, I shouldn't have said yes to this. Uh, here's where you are. You know, we all, have, we all make decisions based off of what seemed right at the time, you know? So the, so the key is not to beat yourself up when, when, when that happens and, and just, you know, stay judgment free and, but, but just move forward. And the other thing is that the highly successful people that I've been around, they say no to most things. Like, like no is their, <laughs> Absolutely no is their, right. yeah, no is their <laughs> default answer until they have more information. I like that. So here's one for you. And I know Stephanie and I are kind of in the same boat since we report our goals to each other every Friday. <laughs> um, so you, let's say you have something, you think it's going to be big, but it's going to take a lot of your time. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of work right now in front of you, but like we, we've come up with ideas that we think we'll be able to you know, put a lot of time in and launch, but it's going to be much further down the road. So it's, it's really hard to get motivated when you know it's not, you're not going to see the fruits of your labor for a while. Mm -hmm. Any suggestions on that? Because I, I tend to want to procrastinate on those. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it depends on what you're talking about. Like, for example, I mean, is something like, are you writing a book, let's say, for example, with not something that you can- Similar. Yeah. yeah. So again, I, I would- break it down into smaller chunks, right? Instead of focusing uh -huh. on the, the totality of it, you know, and then first off, you need to make sure whatever it is, is aligned with your purpose. Yeah. If that's something that you really feel like is going to move you forward. But once you feel like if it's just a long-term project, the key is just to continue to, you know, break it down into small chunks, uh, 
focus on the next step, focus on what can you do, right? And it could be something as simple as finding someone who's already done it and have a conversation <laughs> with them. Nice. Yeah, and, and that can save you a whole lot of wasted time. But, but the biggest piece of advice I could give on this, because I've been guilty of this, is that you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I think you're right. And for me, what I'm taking away in a big way is the concept of authenticity. You have to be authentic when you're putting these goals together or else it's not going to be reflective of what you really want and you're just not going to get started on it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Yep. So Eric, can you tell us a little bit about the discipline of now? Yes. So the discipline of now 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. It's a, a tool that I created out of frustration <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, no, I was looking at all these other books on the topic of procrastination and time management, and it was a lot of the same information. It was a lot of the same cookie cutter advice. It was, you have to be an early bird. Don't check your email after this point. So I wanted to customize. I wanted to have some custom tailor-made solutions so no matter so you can be a night owl for example you can be someone that that doesn't like waking up at four o'clock in the morning and and you can find resources within the book to help you to overcome procrastination and i've created a special pyramid it's called the procrastination prevention pyramid it's a Ah. it's a model that's in the book and it's based off of my twenty-eight thousand plus coaching sessions and it's a five-step model uh, that will, if you follow it, you will find that you've beaten procrastination. I love it. Okay. And where can we get that? Yeah. So, so you can get the book uh, on my website, thedisciplineofnow.com. You can go right there. It's in audio format. It's in paperback. And it's also in ebook format. Oh, cool. Okay. All right, Eric, you have given us a ton to think about during this episode. I have an entire page of notes that I can't wait to go back and start taking action on. But we are not done with you in the hot seat just yet. At the end of every episode, we like to ask our guest five rapid fire style questions. You get about 60 seconds or so for each answer, and we're going to go quickly. Are you ready to get started? I am ready. All right. I can't wait to hear what some of your answers are going to be. So your first question is, give us one book that all talent development professionals or really anybody must read and why. Well, I think Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I mean, I I just think that's such a foundational book. Yeah. And it's timeless. And it talks about, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people and getting around masterminds and really focusing on that dominant thought. And it's one of those books, I think it's one of those books you just have to read over and over again to really grasp. I am looking forward to reading it the first time now. I love that as a suggestion. Thank you. All right. Second question. Give us one tool that you recently learned about and immediately started using. One tool. Okay. There's, uh, it's an app. It's called Rescue Time, right? And so Rescue Time helps you to track how much time you're spending on the internet. And it divides it up, you know, Facebook, this, that. And, it, and really, it it sheds how much time you're wasting. And it's even got a thing where you can actually set it so after a certain point, it'll, it'll block your access 
from these social media sites. Oh my gosh. I am going to check that out, but I don't know if I want the answers to that. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> recommendation. All right. What's the best piece of professional advice you've ever been given? To always, to always seek out mentorship. I'm telling you, that is, you know, I, I have a podcast, the 30 minute hour, and every, we, we have some successful influencers that come on and they always talk about mentors and how important that is. And it, it's easy to want to be the Lone Ranger and try to go out there and make it happen. But I would say that's the best advice I've ever been given. Hey, find, you know, find a mentor, find someone who's had success in the area that you aspire to. I love that. And if you haven't been given that advice before, now you have. I love it. All right. What's one thing you're excited about that's coming up in 2021? So I am excited about the What Now movement. And we, we're, uh, we're going to be starting like a mastermind group. Uh, I'm really excited about that because that's uh, within the What Now movement. I'm the president and we help people to pivot instead of stop. A lot of people say, I'm going to wait until things get back to normal. No, you have to keep moving. What can you do now? And so within the What Now movement, we're going to be starting a mastermind group. And it's really going to take things. It's going to apply a lot of the things in Think and Grow Rich. It's going to take that, you know, the whole idea of mentorship. So it's going to really get to combine all those things. I love it. The enthusiasm is contagious. That sounds awesome. <laughs> all right. Your last question. What is the one thing that you're deeply grateful for right now? My family. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really grateful to have my family healthy and intact. You know, we, it's, so, it's so easy to want to be successful and want to chase all these outside things. But the last thing I want to be is someone who's a public success and a private failure. And so family is so important to me. And I'm, I'm just always working to try to create, you know, cultivate balance and make sure that I'm giving them, I'm giving them my time. What a great response. Great responses all around. Really love that last one. Thank you. Yes. Agreed. Eric, we are so happy you took the time to spend with us today and share your wisdom and these amazing strategies and tips with our listeners and us. So thank you. Oh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. And a thank you to my co-hosts as well. Yeah, this has been a ton of fun. Thank you so much. Like I said, I've got a page of notes. I can't wait to go back and review and start implementing. So thank you. Thank you for challenging us to beat procrastination today. And many thanks to our community for listening. Now, before you go, we have a message from our producer, Helena Hodges. Do you need help with a project? Not a problem. Check out our network of local talent development experts by visiting dcatd.org forward slash consultants directory. Love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and provide a review. 